Too, it really be whizzy for me. But a boy just be. I feel like almost almost every song he's featured on, you know, or I just love it. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just such a natural fit. I remember 2016. Mm-hmm. Happened 2016. When Burnout was raining. Yeah. When Burnout, what did he drop? What was that? Was it Outside? What was the name of that album? I think it was Outside. That Outsiders, album. Outsiders, yeah. Yeah, that album. That was what really like put him like. That was because, you know, he had. um. Okay, and all those other yeah. songs, Rock Your Body. Well, he, he has some other little songs, mm-hmm. but that Rock Your Body. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that that's what it. definitely that put him the out there. But yeah, guys, hello, hello, hello. How you guys doing today? I'm America Mona. And this is Damio. And this is Cross Culture on episode 101. One. All right. Y'all know last week we celebrated our 100th episode. Come on, y'all go listen to that episode if you have not go look at our visuals because we got some visuals for y'all okay we got the visuals see how pretty we look you know how good we look shout out to our camera guy awesome shout by deuce y'all check him out okay but thank you all also for all of your support all of the messages all of the comments all of the likes all of the shares absolutely we love you all we appreciate you all. Thank you guys for being with us for a hundred episodes. Yes, a hundred more. And here we are for another one. Okay, okay. But Erica, tell the people what you've been doing this week. Check in. Um, I'm trying. To, uh, this week, how was this week? This week was a little bit slow. It's a slow week for me. My mom is in town from Texas. Yay! So, y'all today, y'all won't hear no baby in the background. <laughs> Okay, because she's, you know, he's with my mom. Um, That's her co-host. Okay. (laughs) So, which is nice. It's nice to have her. I haven't seen her since, like, last year, like, in three, for, like, I think in three months. Mm -hmm. So, it's nice to have her. um, And, yeah, I think I was definitely on the high of the 100th episode because, you know, I have moments where I was like, wow. Like, 100, we've done this 100 times. 100 times. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. Like, we've talked some shit over 100 times, like. Really? And if people are still listening like to us? An accreditation course, we definitely put in the hours. Okay. Like we're official podcasters. We are. Certified. We definitely are. Like no one we can't no one can take that away from us. Like we really are. 
Um, but what about you? How was your week? This week was weird because like Monday was like a snowstorm. So I called off, which I definitely would say that was my high of the week. Okay. Calling off because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, especially as a teacher. It's like. It's kind of hard, right? It's a guilt because it's like you have like a teacher guilt of like leaving your class unprepared or yeah. whatever. Um, so I just didn't want to feel like. Oh shit! I know a lot of people probably called out, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be a rough day. Let me be part of the team. Let me just make it. But I really was just burned out. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it was already snowing, and mentally, I just didn't even want to go. The snow just gave me a better reason. I, I agree because sometimes you gotta give your stuff a break because the kids don't always come to school all okay. the time. They have the little breaks, mental breaks, sick days, whatever. They so. have mental health days. It's in the attendance now, like mental okay. health days, and you deserve that too. You know okay. Cause listen, Chicago's weather is horrible, horrible. All right, so listen, don't feel guilty about it. It would only make you a better teacher. Cause I'm, you know, I'm assuming the next day you felt more refreshed. I did. I came back and it was like a rock star the next day. You know, so. like okay, now I could really give y'all all the energy and everything that you guys need to learn from me. So yeah. All right, guys. Well, last week we didn't do it because we took some time to focus on ourselves, but we are back with the. Hot topics. So y'all know we like to start with, you know, sad news. Um, so rest in peace to Andre Leon Talley. He passed away January 18 of 2022. He was a longtime creative director at Vogue. Um, he was also, a, wasn't he one of the judge, not judges, but he worked with um, American Next Top Model. Yeah, I feel he, like that's where I knew him. Appearance. He definitely worked closely with um, St. Laurent, Carl Lagerfeld, mm. um, Picasso, Manolo, all those big designer names. Um, what else has he done? He was awarded he was editor for Vogue as well. Right? Yeah, I, I just mentioned that too. Mm-hmm. Um, he was awarded the Chevalier de Lodre de Art and des Lettres from the French Republic <laughs> in 2020, and the North Carolina Governor's Award for Literature in 2021. He was a longstanding member of Harlem's Abyssinian Baptist Church. Um, he just really has accomplished so many things. He was also a bestseller. Um, for his uh, recent memoir as well. Um, so he's done a lot in the fashion industry and also just as a black man. Because mm-hmm. we know, I feel like it's a black individual trying to get into those fashion spaces, especially like Paris, Italy, you know, not just regular fashion, New York fashion. You right. know what I mean? No, those international. So he fashion. really got there. Um, so I think he was 70 something, 78 or so. Which is a good 72. age. 72. I, I know he was in the 70s. I don't have the direct age. They never really said what he passed away from. I don't know if he had some type of um, illness, illness or so. They, yeah, they never followed up about like, oh, this is what he passed away from. Right, but. right. But it doesn't seem to be canceled, all those other, you know. It but, might have you know, been old age. It might have been, you know, like it, it is what it is. But rest in peace, you know, he would definitely be remembered. He's made his stamp, you know, as a black in man in the fashion industry and history. Um, so rest in peace. I mean, pray for comfort for his family members, his friends, and his colleagues. A lot of people are passing away this early. Yeah, like especially even, in the fashion industry. And even, you know, I don't I don't remember his name, but the comedian, he's the white guy that was in Coming oh, to yeah. America. Um, he worked Louis. at McDonald's. Yes, yeah. he passed away too mm-hmm. um, this month. So a couple of people really haven't passed away. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, another fashion. Damn, like everybody's passing. We're yeah. to all those people. But you know what? I feel like last year was the same thing too. I feel like Loki every year is the same thing. Yeah. Just it's because it's the new year. It's like, whoa. Yeah, like... 
I also feel like the more connected we are to social media, mm. the more instant we know about every yeah. little thing. Like, cause like, you know, God forgive me, but maybe 10 years ago, an actor like, you know, Louis Anderson, we wouldn't, might've never heard. It might've right. never made like the news. Exactly. No, for real. You know what I mean? So rest in peace to all those people. She's talking about sure. God forgive me. Cause I don't want to talk <laughs> ill of the dead. Like, yo, you're not I important. Mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but let's kind of move on. Let's get into so, it. You guys know Kelly Price. Kelly Price is a singer. I feel like Kelly Price is really more known for being like a heavy singer, which is crazy. And then just being a singer. Yeah, they're just being like, she's an amazing singer. Yeah. Like, she's a big singer. She said she's a heavy singer. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Kelly Price was actually recently on a podcast and she was talking to some people about the legacy of R. Kelly. Mm. Um, and I wish I had the audio, but I kind of heard the audio through another source. It was like okay. third hand audio. But essentially, what they were talking about was like how. You know, although R. Kelly was horrible in everything that he did, that they didn't talk enough about what the parents were doing by leading their kids into this situation. Absolutely. And, like, groupie culture. And, you know, like, a lot of the time, these, you know, these parents okay it. You know, not to excuse anything that he did, but it was like, it definitely was an arrangement. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she did say, like, you know... Going into the backstage, you say you see moms and their kids like really like okay, yeah, this is your opportunity. Like they're really forcing like the movement. Yeah, like, absolutely. So it's like, like right. So it's like with that being said, it's like come on now, you know what was going to happen. Yeah. So then the family of Joycelyn um, Savage actually responded mm-hmm, to that. The mother. Yeah, she got real irate. You know, real like you know, watch your back. You don't know what you're saying, mm-hmm. what you insinuating. And Kelly got real Detroit on her. Yeah. Um. The mom was like, tread lightly, you know, no mom will put their child in that situation. But Kelly was like, I said what I said, and I Period. meant what I said, you know. And Kelly did, you know, also open up about the fact that she was also a rape victim, mm-hmm. that she's been raped. So, of course, by, she was not saying, like, you know, she's not promoting it. Of course. She's not saying it gives, you know, all of these musicians the right to do what they did. But also, there's also there's, there's also the other side of the coin, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially as a parent, you're supposed to be the pro- protector. And Kelly did not even mention Jocelyn Savage. She didn't mention anyone's Anyone. name. It yeah. wasn't directed towards anybody at all. It was just her being honest about the culture. The industry, She yeah. said this is really is the culture. You know what I mean? In the industry, the music, whatever. Like, this is what happened. So, I feel like Kelly did the right thing, you know, because... You know, I'm also one of those that's like, okay, Kelly should go to R. Kelly should go to jail. Woo, woo, woo. You know, like, I'm all, I'm, but it's like, I also have to be real, real about the fact that the parents, some parents also played a role in it. Some parents, parents, you know, allowed their kids to pick up by R. Kelly in the middle of the mm-hmm. night, knowing that you have a 15 year old daughter who's been mm-hmm. picked up by a 35 year old man. Yeah, like you can't just think that, oh, you know, he's an R.B. singer, he's a star, he's gonna, you know, give her a future. Like my but daughter's dating cost. R. Kelly. Exactly, at what cost? But because they're paying you, you getting some Gucci bags just okay. to even just to be connected connected to the name alone. You know, come on now. It's really crazy. It is is really crazy to think about. But I do think that the whole idea of groupie culture, especially with, like, you know, it kind of falls in line with, like, sugar daddy culture to Mm -hmm. me. Like, you know, we've been seeing the rise of all these Tinder murders and Bumble murders and everything that's been going on. So it just kind of, like, breeds idea to, like, stop promoting this fast life, man, for women. That shit do not be worth it. Listen, It really do not be worth it. Like, just... 
It's not. Let's let's just be careful out there. Um, let's talk about Kanye West, man, because I feel like damn near for the past couple of weeks he's been like in the hot topics. So, um, Kanye West, um, Chicago, which is, is that's the, that's the third baby, right? Yes. Um, her birthday par- party, her birthday passed maybe like two weeks ago, uh-huh. maybe about two weeks ago. And of course he got on social media saying Kim did not give me the location of the birthday party. You know, she's trying to start some issues. He also did an interview with, um, uh, what's his name from, uh, Jason Lee. It was Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked saying, I don't play about my kids. You know, it's going to get real legal real soon if people you know, are not careful. And it's just like, I feel like he's been a drama queen. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's doing the most. I feel like if, you know, his message is that, oh, I want to be, th- be there for my kids. I don't want my kids to feel like there's so much of a change, you know, with me getting a house next to their mom's house. But all this that you're doing right now, it's costing, it's going to end up being some issues for your kids. Doesn't, like, right? Like, you know what I mean? Kanye's having a crisis. I feel like all this is causing problems because we see North on the internet now. Okay, Come she's on a now. She be on TikTok, whether yeah. it's her mom's account, whoever, but she's on the internet. She's at that age where she has yeah. friends who are on the internet. She's at, at that age. on the internet. Where their friends would be like, yeah, your dad was on the internet, was on Instagram again, going crazy, talking about your mama. And Come on now. He needs to chill. Kanye's having an episode, and I don't like that people can't tell that Kanye's having an episode. Nah, they'd be like, he's a genius. Like, it How? really, really concerns me. I'm like, yo, that's wild that y'all can't see he's losing his mind. He is. Because this is not normal. It's very inconsistent. And it's like such a bullshit story. The whole, that whole him being in the car crying about him not having an address was such bullshit. Because we ended up seeing him at the venue. Because it's like... First of all, the GPS was on in the background. So it was like, clearly you're going somewhere. <laughs> Secondly, he made sure to be like, oh, I called Tristan. And, you know, he said why he the called fuck Tristan? would you call Tristan? No, he said he called Tristan. Yes, he was like, I hit Tristan up. Nobody's telling me. Why, Tri- oh, why did you say Tristan? Why was Tristan you know, the person? You know what? You know what? Kanye West is a cloud chaser. He, he's he's a, definitely Because a cloud of all names, because obviously Tristan is in the media. Like, come on out. He just was in the news again yesterday about exactly. some new bitch. So he's a cloud chaser. He wants, he has, I feel like it's a thirst for him. You know, yeah. it's it's a drug for him. Like he needs to be in the media. It needs to be about him. About it validates him. him for sure. It really like remind like to him, you could tell him making headlines is like, I just got to remind y'all, I'm Kanye West. Anything I do is news. And, and I thought, like, Kanye West, I thought your talent is your music. Nah, let you, why, let your music talk. Why is this nonsense behavior? Like even, I feel like him being with this Julia, what's her name? I feel like it's a publicity stunt. I feel like he's paying her. Like you know what? We're gonna take pictures because what? Didn't you just show me a picture of them kissing, t- so tonguing themselves down? For what reason? Your it's, your divorce is not even finalized. You know what I'm saying? It's really like you're doing too much. I feel like he paid her. Like we're gonna do this. You know, we're gonna take pictures. We're gonna meet up so the paparazzi could catch us. Boy, please. Y'all need to talk to Kanye West now. It's really, really embarrassing to see how he's behaving. To see how he's just embarrassing the family. And it really makes me really wonder for Kim. Because, I, okay, I definitely watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, I really Is this still going on? No, no, no. It's done oh, now. They're rumored to have a show coming out with Hulu, but that's just girl. that's different tea. But, yeah, like, I watched it. And you could just, one thing about Kim, she really did want this marriage to work. I believe that. You know, like she really, because she was very embarrassed about Chris and how that went, mm-hmm. you know, and, and everything. So 
for I feel like there's a lot that's probably happened within the marriage. Like if Kanye do all of this in public, imagine when he gets to like, imagine, imagine yes. what he's really doing. Like behind closed door. Like imagine the erratic behavior. The craziness that he's putting her through. Yeah, like he probably really woke up one day and was like, Yo, I'm moving to Wyoming. You oh and the kids God. could yeah. like you know, you you know, I just need time to myself. And mind you, in the heat of COVID with four kids, because at the end of the day, them still four kids. Our kids go to school. Yeah, and it's Our cold and people don't got families. Yeah, like he's just like, Yeah, I'm out. He's he's weird, G. I feel like, you know, as much shit I've talked about Kim, I feel like she definitely tried for him. Like I feel like even if she was a black woman, like listen, she she tried, she did her best. She doesn't deserve to suffer or to be put through so much turmoil, back and forth, a roller coaster because of what's your genius, a musical star. I beg, please, please, Genius. Please, please. That documentary coming out on Netflix. Okay. And they have a, he's not having a documentary coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's Gen- called Genius? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, we shall see if he's a genius. All right, so let's move on to some music news. So, recently, um, Shensia and Megan Thee Stallion just came out with a new song called Lick It. Look, 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 look. Is that how the song goes? <laughs> I honestly That's what I think about. didn't. The the clips didn't sell me, so I did not. Oh, actually, did listen. Go to listen to it. Damn, should I listen to it live? You can play it a little bit. This a live reaction. Put your back into it. Put your back into it. What's it called? Lick, 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 make Lick it. Mm, okay, but well, Erica, you since you've li- listened to it, you tell us what you think. First of all, the visuals, the video. I feel like, I feel like we've gone to the stage age where or the stage where we are. This whole thing about woman liberation and, you know, being a strong woman, sexy woman, being, um, I'm trying to see what the word, a feminist. I feel like it's being used wrong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In a sense that you could be all those things and, yes, you could be sexy, right? You could be sexually free and all that. But this video... It didn't give me that. Yeah. I didn't feel no type of liberation. I didn't feel no type of like, oh my God, let me gain my sexy back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, let me own my sexiness. For me, it just gave me sluttiness. It it really had no direction. It was just both of them. It was literally them just, what, licking, you know, doing licking movements of each other. You know, it the song wasn't even great. You know, like, okay, like WAP. Right. WAP was similar, but I like WAP. WAP I ain't was gonna a lie. song. It was I ain't gonna like lie. Song. The beat was decent. The song was decent. You know what I mean? But this lick, it was for me, it was a lazy song because it was. they are both very talented. They're both, Shensia can really rap too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was expecting, like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be a sexy vibe, obviously, because they're both sexy girls. And it's a, you know, her being Jamaican too. Like, okay, we know that. But it was just lazy. You know, where where is the talent? Where is it? All of the world just wearing bikini and opening their legs and licking tongues, whatever. And of course, you know, it was like, was it not? It, it went up on the charts and stuff. But I feel like it only went up on the charts because of how controversial the song is, the video is. You know, like, I was not impressed. I was disappointed. I'm like, man, come on. Don't just make yourself to just be this. Because you're a thing. sexy girl, but you ta- you can rap. You can really rap. And I think that's the disappointing part. So I did pull it up. Let me even listen to it before I start talking too much. 
Oh, that's it. If you lit, obviously, of course, you're gonna feel okay. any song. I see real hot girl shit. This is Megan. Real hot girl shit. I'm thick. And your face where I wanna sit. The nigga Betty hope you still breathing after this. Make him sweat. Get up on the dick and make a mess. Pussy in his yeah. face with my ass on his chest. He'll see. Belly on the face. I don't give a fuck if me and your mama never meet. I'm rude. I don't give a fuck about it's okay. Um, hmm. I think the video is what really took me off, and it didn't make me enjoy the song because the yeah. video is what dropped immediately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like the song dropped first. It took away from me really enjoying the song on its own. And then it's it's okay. It's not outstanding. Yeah, you know it's not whatsoever. It's not. It's it's not outstanding. It's not whatsoever. It's um, I do think because I did that. I saw the visual, mm-hmm. and I think that. Women got to stop selling this girl-on-girl fantasy sexual thing. Like, every song doesn't constitute that visual. It's too much. It's like, I I really do miss creativity in videos, like, expressing it Mm -hmm. in some way that connects to the song. Exactly. If it's the colors that, like, oh, I do see that color when I close my eyes and think of this song. Or, like, this song is that storyline. Or oh, And it can be so simple. You don't have to be heavy. Yeah. I miss I miss a bit of choreo. I miss a little... Yeah. I miss a little, you know, male lead. Like, something to give I'm, it... It's all just lesbian it's vibes. Sex. It's all sex. It's it really is. Them yeah. licking each other's tongues. I'm like, this is COVID going on. And it's like, you talking about, this is supposed to be about um, men giving... Kind of linkage. Oh, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's what the link. I ain't seen no man in it. Was that so man? So that's that's where it was missing. It's like, girl, what I got was let me lick you. That's what it was because uh, Shansia's legs were open, and then Meg the Stallion was like, you know, doing licking motion. That's a lot. So and then they and then they end up licking each other's tongue too. That's a lot. Girl, COVID is going on. So Meg just gonna be licking everybody's tongue in videos. Cause she did that with Cardi, didn't yeah. she? <laughs> yeah, ew. Like, I'm, I'm. That's, uh, that's nasty. Yeah, tongue, ooh. That, that's nasty. It's giving canker sore. It's, it's nasty. Ugh. Come on, like, I don't know. It just, it definitely is giving lazy. We know you're sexy. Like, you, come on now. We know yeah. you're sexy. That's not. No one is denying that. But come on, use it now. Use it in a, a creative way. Let us see your dance movements. Let, let us see how creative you are. Let us see how you think outside the boxes. And even now, the creative directors, the directors of the music videos, y'all are lazy. Yeah, what is di- what is the direction? What is being it given? Move your hand to the left. Like who wrote this? Who said this is what this this yeah. this video is gonna be about? It was also like I almost feel like if I was to compare it to something great, I would think Rude Boy. You oh rem- Rihanna, yeah. Oh man, that was like good. you remember. You know what I'm saying? Because Rude Boy was essentially about I want a bad uh-huh, boy in sex. Uh-huh. But the video, someone that's the thing. When when old songs you talk about nasty stuff, the video someone distracted you. Exactly. 
Cause it's like you got it, but also it's like it was sexy, you know but saying? it was like also oh, fun. Cause she's saying like, what you want, want, want is what exactly. I want. And she want, was want. dancing, give it to me, baby, like boom, boom, boom. 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 Okay. okay, you know that's like I think about because you know also with it being a Jamaican song. Um, this song was Sean Paul. Um, I'm in love with you. you, and it was just that lady, yeah. the colorful background, yeah. her dancing, her little shorts. Yeah. She looked sexy as hell, but it was give it, us it made choreo, sense. Give it us was something. Exactly. Let me feel the song. Like even it could have, you know, it could have been a dance hall party. It I would have enjoyed, you know, when you seen all that boom, boom, boom dancing like. Like, let me see, let me see you put your back into it. Exactly. Give, give us give the me culture. Wine. You wine. Saying, oh, come on now. Like, Girl, what is this? Y'all, listen, listen, y'all rapper females. If y'all want to hook up, do that. Don't leave it to the music videos and now say, oh, this is my moment. I'm finna shoot my shot with this babe and lick Girl. her tongue and hop on her and, and, and you know, dry hump her. No. If y'all want to make out and do your little do, do it in your private room. But don't get on the music videos and do that. I'm just thinking they could have never gave us what Beyonce gave us when she teamed up with Shakira. You remember? It's like I'm in your world. I'm finna belly roll like you belly roll. Like I'm waiting for Meg to give us the Wayne Dupony. But Come she didn't do nothing. But, you know, this song actually reminds me of um not reminds me of, but it makes me think of chloe bailey uh, <laughs> so we know she's been a media lot about she's talented she could sing mm-hmm. but she you know did her own cover of what's her name what's that song um, she did Winnie, mini 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 um i can't think of her name my driver no that's the no, actress it's mean and it is mini something yeah. she sang what's the name of the song she's loving you loving you yeah, yeah yeah that that song mm-hmm. um but the way she sang it <laughs> and the little video she did, she was moaning. Oh, loving you. <laughs> she was like, oh, Mini ah. Ripperton. That's but name. why? And it's like, she does it to every song at this point. I get it. Some songs you want to put extra sex, sex appeal to it. But I feel like I've always loved this song because it's like, it's, it's a song you could song, sing to your lover and also a song you sing to your baby too. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's just pure love. It's pure you love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but this one it's like she just made it so like dirty it was like on some like this is something i wouldn't you would not have sex with this song but she made it something you had like nah it was weird too yeah you wouldn't have sex to this song you won't have sex i mean maybe some i don't know i don't know i just would think romantic i guess maybe on some romantic oh i'm crying (laughs) but no no, it won't be on your sex playlist g it would not be on your sex playlist i just feel like I don't like that Chloe is still seeking this attention. Mm. Maybe like in the summer when you first did it and you got your million followers mm. and da, da 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 But I think now it's like, girl, at this point, you can put your clothes back on. There is winter. You can well, relax. It's cold outside. Yeah, like we get it. You're, bro- you know, we see you now. We know what you look like. We do. Like, yeah. Relax. And I do feel bad because it's like, yeah, when Ungodly Hour dropped and mm-hmm. they were doing the best at-home concerts mm-hmm. all through quarantine, yeah. they were not on the shade room all day. That's true. But now that, you know, Chloe and Holly both want to be showing titties and ass everywhere, mm-hmm. they on the shade room every hour. So that is the media game, which is really yeah. unfortunate. So do you think that she's doing it for the media or it's truly as she says like oh i'm just you know being a grown woman and you know owning my sexiness and showing my talents and being me i beg have we not been grown women and grown as women (laughs) 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 for real like girl i mean like like, you know which one is it everybody does have a phase where it's like i want to feel sexy Uh, of course of course you know a bodycon skirt from charlotte's roots will tell you my story Mm -hmm. but 
Yeah, it's just become a lot. Yeah. I just think it's become a lot. I wonder what her, her parents feel. She said her daddy don't like it, but what can she do? Uh, of course. Of course he does it because it's like, it's it's cringy. It is. It's like, oh. It's cringy because at this point, in My a way, it, it feels CQ. forceful. You know what I mean? It's not like we knew you like this. It just feels like, eh, like, come on, babe. Mm. Read the room, honey. Yeah. Because now, even if she do it for Juneteenth, um... Show yes. she did, yes. So now it's like, come yes. on, it'd be like you don't even be knowing when to do it. Do it, you do it all the time. At so this point, you getting ridiculous with yours. Exactly. So I don't see no value in this shit, boy. You, but I don't. <laughs> I don't see no value. So I don't see no value. Like what the hell are you doing it every single time? You're not even making taste. Like okay, let, yeah. me, let me miss it. Let yeah, me miss. Let me crave. You. Let me crave your sexiness. That's thing. what women uh-uh. are missing these days. They don't make you crave them no more. It's just like boom, you just put it out there. Yeah, no homo, but it's like <laughs> no homo. You ain't gotta think about it. It's just back in the day, you used to be like, damn, I wonder what she looked like. She's yeah. fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, she doing some like, different. She's showing us some skin today. Okay, she now, doing this move now. Nah, it's like it's like you go through Instagram. It's like that's it, how I feel. Meg the Stallion. It's the point where I'm critiquing your body now. <laughs> Cause I don't see it too hard. I've, I've seen too many like, times, G. Now I'm like, oh, you do got that dimple. On your ass. <laughs> <laughs> on left cheek, boy. Yeah, it's like, boy, her ass wants some cottage cheese. Like, <laughs> you know, just unnecessarily critiquing. We know because you just put it in my face too many times. Yeah, like it's too much. But. Like, oh, that's a new stretch mark right there now. Because I'm low key looking at Chloe's face now. Girl, come on. Like, please. You, you have value. You're talented. You're beautiful. You yeah. don't need to get to go down to that level. Yeah, don't. come on. Respect yourself. Uh, okay. <sighs> but on the flip side of things, let's get serious. Let's get serious. Hold on. I'm still silly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, Chris Brown, mm. Um, he's trying to put out new music. But as he's putting out new music, women are coming out with allegations. So what is happening is that Chris Brown is now being sued for $20 million after a woman filed a lawsuit claiming he drugged and raped her on a yacht near Diddy's Florida home in December of 2020. Mm. According to TMZ, she is suing the singer after claiming in a matter of minutes, he went from being friendly to raping her. Wow. I mean, what do we think? I'm trying to actually read this stuff a little bit. It says, um, the Jane Doe claims she was, she was on FaceTime with her friend who was, um, and she was at um, Diddy's house. Then she said the singer urged her to come through. Upon her arrival, arrival the woman says she and Brown were on a yacht when the singer approached her and asked if she wanted to drink while motioning her to the kitchen. Doe says Brown gave her a red cup with a mixed drink. They began drinking and then he filled her cup a second time. And she said suddenly she felt, um, she couldn't explain how, how she felt. Um, she was feeling disoriented, feeling physically unstable, That's and crazy. started to fall in and out of sleep. She then claims Brown led her into a bedroom, barred her from leaving, and proceeded to remove her bikini and began kissing her. Doe says she mumbled for the singer to stop, but claims he persisted and raped her. Allegedly, Brown ejaculated inside of her, jumped up, and said he was done. The next day, Doe says Brown demanded she take a plan B, but she did. Now she's suing him for twenty million dollars. I don't put it past him. I don't. I don't put it past him. It's on brand. You know, because again, <laughs> it's 
it's on brand. It's on brand for Chris. You know, because again, we, you know, with the celebrities, people think that, oh, Chris Brown, he's so attractive. Trey Songs is so attractive. Why would he need to wear women? Because be the they have a lot of women flock to them. You know what I'm saying? But I also do think that, you know, as a man, they may see like, oh, this girl's attractive. I want mm-hmm. her right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, I don't feel like dealing with her. Yeah. I don't feel like dealing with spilling a game to her uh, talking or to her, trying to get to know her, her or whatever. Do what I don't I even want to hear a no. Like, hey, shorty, come on. Get yeah. a drink. Now nah, it's easy to drop pulling cups. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people always think rape is always a violent act. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily always a violent act of like, oh, someone holding you down, yep. choking you, holding your legs wide open. Nope. It could be as simple as they drug you. You have no control over your bodies, and they do what they they, they mm-hmm. want to do. Like, that's what... It's funny because, you know, I was just telling Erica how, like, ooh, I'm aging, child. Like, a little bit of wine get me sleepy. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I used to be able to just be whatever. So, just imagine... It, I feel like it, sometimes it just... It don't even be, like, a deep-ass roofie drug. Sometimes it just be, like, the right little, mm-hmm. little something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like... I can't believe how easy it is for them to obtain these drugs. Absolutely. Drug these people and then act like it never happened. Mm. Like bury it. Mm. Because I, I don't believe that when these women are coming out, you know what I mean? Like I, they're not the first one. So this is, And I don't think they're the only ones or they're every single one. Absolutely. So it just is really scary to think like some of our favorite celebrities and stars like the things that they really are doing they really are doing and because they know that oh who's gonna believe them like oh you know this lady is a nobody no one has ever heard about her like she has no social media following she's not a celebrity like i could do what i want to do and that's just it you know probably throw her 1k or 2k or that's it and you know she's lucky that i even found her attractive to want to have sex with her like i might even still text on like they just and then tory lane's goof ass of course you know, he he trying to find being the graces of somebody, and he's like, oh, why why is it that you know, bitches trying to you know bring Chris Brown down because he's bringing a new album out. Chris Brown be bringing album up every year. Every year, Chris Brown has a new album. Every quarter, you know, of thirty songs. So what is it, Chris Brown? That whole I'm sorry, like I'm not. I feel like that whole peak moment of oh my god, Chris Brown has been over with. I really pray for Chris Brown silently. I think about it a lot about how like. Chris Brown was out before Drake and Rihanna. Chris yeah. Brown was out before them, and he been yeah. pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like him dating Rihanna was like, wow, Rihanna's dating Chris Brown. Yeah, you know, and it's really sad to think how his his yeah. his light has dimmed because of his demons. Absolutely, it's really sad because I I honest to God used to think Chris Brown was like gonna be our Michael Jackson he was gonna be this performer singer actor extraordinaire that just like did every endorsement like I thought he was gonna be Will Smith man like and if Chris Brown is not read he's not careful things would get worse for him real shit like you can tell he's doing drugs whether it's been in the wrong place at the wrong time he gets shot it's anything can happen anything can happen it's It's sad. sad It really is. He's lucky that I feel like he's actually really lucky that he made it to where he is right now. Yeah. He really is lucky. It's a lot of stuff that should have held Chris back. And that's just a testament to his talent. Yeah. That, like, he really, you know what I mean? Like, if they ever do another Michael Jackson tribute, they're not going to call Usher. Yeah. they not, you know? So, I really, I really do want better for him. I do too. I really want him to get some sort of help and healing and therapy. I hope. I yeah. Cause yeah, yeah exactly. his abuse towards women, the way he thinks about exactly. women, all this shit, it just is a lot. 
I'm like, damn, girl. It's who, a lot. Who, like, where's your mama at? What's All these random on? women he getting pregnant every other day. Like, it's just kind of like, Chris, this wasn't supposed to be you, Chris. At all, dude. It, it really wasn't supposed to be Chris. At all. Um, Let's talk about Miss um, Good Good. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Good, if your name is. Uh, Megan Good. So, you know. Her and her husband, Devon Franklin, recently filed for divorce. They were married for nine years, mm. so almost celebrated a decade of marriage. And they announced their announcement. Was it earlier this year? I believe. Yeah, like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we don't know why they're divorced. It's so crazy because they actually did write a book on marriage. Yes. You know, that About everyone. Waiting. Exactly. And that, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, they're the perfect couple. You know, you know him being like a minister, and her being a, or an artist or actor, whatever she is. Mm. <laughs> what? Make that face. Because it was like perfect couple. People looked up to them, though. I think it was cute to see their devotion. What made them interesting was the fact that they didn't have sex. Let's be honest. Yeah. That was, was deep. Yeah. That was Because think about Megan Good. She's a sex symbol. Exactly. You know, she actually did some porn a little bit. She. Absolutely. I know. I, I remember years ago. What? Listen, what? y'all don't Absolutely. judge me. I came across, was it worse or hip hop? One of those web or media takeout. Yeah. Of it was a very nude picture of her and like a naked penis right there. Oh. Absolutely. For real, for real, for real. Years ago. Anyway. Um <laughs> so I think that what what made people look up to that up to that because it's like, you know, oh, she went from this sex symbol. Yeah. And then to a minister and you know, and I think their relationship also gave another side or face of christianity in the sense that you don't have to be holier than thou you know that you don't have to dress up you know with neck. you could still be sexy and be a christian yeah. and i think that's what i, I believe the younger generation you know liked mm-hmm. about their relationship you know people commented about how she dresses and she was like that has nothing to do with my faith things like that right um but now you know she's divorced now or filing for divorce and she's been posting her bill pics she back outside she, she had a little uh, what, what was it was it a, a baseball jersey uh, talking about miss good you know if you nasty you know it's like she's saying i'm free and single like I'm back on the prowl, you know. I'm like again, like girl. Now it's like, what's the tea? I oh, I told you all what I felt mm. when I saw that she was doing Harlem. In my mind, the uh, first thing before they even announced a divorce, mm-hmm. when I saw the trailers for the show and mm-hmm, understanding the type mm-hmm. of show it was, the first thing I thought was. Oh, I wonder what Devon like. He allowed this? this? Yeah, honestly, because the way that they had made it seem is that when she got married to him, Mm -hmm. she she her secular life was over. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like she no longer would take these provocative roles, and she she didn't. And she didn't. Yeah, because for a long time we didn't didn't see her. Like she just like was she working? I thought she just retired, or maybe she was trying to be behind the scenes or whatever nonsense she was telling herself. She wasn't working for a hot minute, but she wasn't making good for sure. Yeah. So when she took it, I was like, oh, I wonder what that conversation was Mm -hmm. like in the house. Then when the divorce came, I was like, oh, makes sense. Especially after I watched Harlem, I said, oh, baby. Because she had, she definitely had some steamy hot scenes. This wasn't a a Miss Franklin decision. Absolutely not. This was a Miss Good decision. Absolutely. Um, Because it's very reminiscent of Megan Good. Yeah. If anything, anything, I was like, oh, look at Megan Good trying to get a little range. Exactly. You know, so... I think that that had a lot to do with the demise of their marriage. So and do you, what what had to do? Was it, do you think the show or her herself. having to, okay. That was the thing. I think that like in essence, 
Megan likes that's part of her career. She likes being a sex symbol. She yeah. likes being that. She's been that since we've a known very young her. Age. Since she was Nina on Cousin Skeeter. Like, oh, really? She was a sex symbol at that I age? mean, like, not sex. That sounds weird. She was like 13. But she was like the cute girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was definitely like the boy next door crush. Okay. So she's always been that girl. So, like, I think it became. He almost shamed her entire career. Mm. You know, mm. like you shamed her entire image and career as in like, oh, you know, that was the woman she was before she found yeah. sanctity in marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I watch a little documentary of them and she was like, I watch this documentary called Black Love. And they mm-hmm. were on it, right? Because, you know, they have different... Couples of different ages, married different years, and just talk about their back love, black love and how they face different things. And she said that when she saw him, she was one who was actually like, this is my husband. Oh, wow. That he wasn't even interested in her for a long time. That mm-hmm. like she was the one who was like, okay, you know, I'm feeling you. I like you. And then it was like, okay. Because for him, he was like, oh, Megan, good. Mm. Right. He was also, he, you know, despite, despite him being a minister, he worked in like uh, record labels and stuff like right. that, you know. Um, so it's just like, oh, okay. Well, it seemed like you seeked him. And I do get it. Like, you know, when you get married, certain things may have to change. For sure. Depending on what the agreement is in a marriage, you know, what your husband is comfortable with, you know, how your religion plays a role with that, too. Because sometimes, you know, as you know, whether it's a Christian or a Muslim, depending on how deep you are in your faith, it plays a role, play a role in how in your career or certain things that you're going to do, you know, whether you want to do a nude scene because you're like, you know what? I'm more Christian-like mm-hmm. or I'm more Muslim. This is against, I can't be sure of my like body. Zendaya has it in her contract that she doesn't do nude scenes. Okay, I like I that. I don't know if that's religiously motivated or not. Okay. Oh, it I is like something that. that she don't do. I, I remember specifically from American Next Step Model, there's a specific model that she was like, I'm not going to be naked because of my faith. Me being a Christian and she was married too. Yep. So, it, I mean, it may, it may. And may when will affect your career? You yeah. know, especially it's me nowadays. Everywhere is nude scene. Nudity. I was reading some article about the Euphorias, one of the actresses, and she was telling the directors like, "I don't need to be. I don't have to have a topless scene in every scene." So I guess yeah. the director wrote that. Oh, she's eating her breakfast. She's topless, and you see that in media and movies and TV shows a lot, where it's like. My folks don't really be naked every single time. Gee, just eating like breakfast. It's like if I'm naked, it's like underneath my shirt, though. Like I'm not just walking around the house. Naked. Exactly. Like come on now. Like I might be wearing maybe just a, a, a tank top, but I don't have to be naked. What is the purpose of showing my nudity twenty four seven? But anyway, back to the topic. Um, she she's single and she back on it, girl. Back on. Who do you think will fit her? Who do you think will be like a good fit for her? A new boyfriend? Oh, uh, ooh, um. Somebody in the industry for sure. I mm-hmm. do think she needs like an industry dude. Almost like somebody similar to how Terrence J is, but like maybe more I see. like older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know who to think of though. Absolutely. Like, I, I like that. Yeah. She needs somebody in that realm. Like a cute, wholesome guy. He yeah, ain't too like, much in the wholeness media. Exactly. But he's like cool. Drake. He's free. He's a fun dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that's who she needs. Definitely. Okay, but let's since we're talking about fun dudes. <laughs> Not fun dudes. Um, so let's talk about this Hugh Hefner documentary that's coming about out. So as you all know, Hugh Hefner is the creator of the Playboy Mansion. Yes. Um 
So a new documentary series that explains several allegations against the late Playboy founder, including accusations that he recorded sexual acts without the approval of the participants and also doing sexual activity with one of his former girlfriend's dogs. Mm. Um, all of these things are coming out from this new documentary about Hugh Hefner. Um, and what I find really interesting about all of this is like, why did they wait till after he died? Why? Because he, he definitely died pretty old. He was like 90-something. Yeah. Like, he, he made it. Like, so y'all really and even waited. till that age, he was still like, oh, my God, Hugh Hefner. Yeah, like, you the know guy. What I mean? Yeah, I think that speaks a lot, cause especially when you think about R. Kelly's situation. And Bill Cosby's situation. It's like Hugh Hefner was in your face. I feel like, you know, people really worshipped him because it's like, oh, he had all the babes. He made but a I, brand of it. But it's like... After a while, common sense for me will tell you, like, someone who likes sex to that level, he's going to get into some perversion. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's not just regular, yes. like, oh, you know, I'm just a horny dog. I like sex. Like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, my sex drive is high. But it's on some, I'm having multiple women. You know what I'm saying? I have orgies. a mansion where people come have orgy parties. Perversion will come into that. No yeah. way, no how. Perversion no way, no will how. come into that. Underage, underage girls will come into that. Yeah. Because I did watch his reality show he had with his three girlfriends at the time. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. Um, and then one of her, Holly, one of the girlfriends, she's also in a documentary. Yes. And she it, it, she said it was like a cult. Like, you're not free to go in and out. You couldn't, they couldn't bring in guys. No. You know, but celebrity guys can come in, you know, do what they want to do with them. You know, white people, white people be having sex with dogs, too. And they said that he would record celebrities having sex mm -hmm. with these women. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, somebody, I think one of the quotes from the documentary is like, imagine the type of power somebody like that has. Absolutely. He has recorded sex videos of all your, like, Of course, I'm people. sure he got cameras all over the Politicians. house. Politicians. Yes. Like, Who so. didn't want to go to the bunny house, to the Hugh Hefner house, the mansion? Like, the parties were big. He has that a play, play, Playboy magazine is still going on to this very day. That shit is really crazy. So that's something that we are allowed to happen in our face. That no one said, let me investigate this. Well, I would say this about white people. Here's the difference between white people and black people. Um, because in the same breath, while Hugh Hefner is having this documentary, there's a documentary coming out about Bill Absolutely. Cosby. And I will say that white people will protect their legacies. Mm. They really, really will. You know what I mean, and they and they'll do it because no matter what, no matter how although this is. is this documentary is now coming out, it was intentional to wait till he died, right? Because yeah. now at the end of the day, you will never be smirch who he was in his life. Mm -hmm. He got to die who he was. He got to, uh, you know, get whatever things he got. He ne we never saw the rise and fall. It's of like you know, white people are able to separate the demon from the art because mm -hmm. they're like you know, okay. Hugh Hefner was this playboy, and he had this magazine. Like, he was seen as a, a, a big star. Yes. But it's like, okay, now let's talk about his demons. You know what I'm saying? Elvis. Like, they do it with all of yeah. their people. But with us black people, we, we put we it as so one. so quick. It's not even like putting it as one. It's just like we be so quick to defame them. Yeah. You know, to... to and when you say we, are you saying the white people, black no, people, or everybody? No, we as black people are so quick to defame our own. White people wasn't calling for no cancel by Bill Cosby. That's us, you mm. know? And I'm not saying this to defend his ways or his actions. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that, like, when we hold people accountable, why does that include erasing their legacy? Because now what legacy are we holding on to? 
That's true, because we only have so much. Like We only know. have so much. And it's like, white people really are able to say, this person did this, this, and this. But little did you know, their mm-hmm. personal life was mm-hmm. this, 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 and this. As a person, they weren't this. Mm-hmm. But they were able to do this that created this. Yeah. That's true. And that's a good point. So, Bill, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so it's just kind of like we really be erasing our own legends in a way. We do. Um, Bill Cosby, um, his, le- his documentary is called We Need to Talk About Bill. Right. Um, and it's airing January 30th. So in a few days and it's just many, you know, other actors are there too. In yeah. a documentary discussing like his role as America's dad, Cliff Huxtable yeah. and just saying how like, Oh, Cliff Huxtable is all, you know, the, the, this little clip that I heard and they're like, why is he a gynecologist? And they try to put that, you know, like that is so. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, what he, you know, what he was um, convicted for. So but they're crazy. like, why do you know? Why was he a gynecologist? Because he wanted to see women's body parts. <laughs> that is so wild to say that. Um, but you know what? Yeah, she made a good point because he has a great legacy. You know, he is. I feel like his talents alone has really paved the way for so many black people. Like you know, that's what many people show. look up to. Um, so I think we're still able, am I against him being convicted? No, I'm not against no. that. You know, like, Hey, if your punishments come at the age of 80, where that's where your punishment is. And, and he did his punishment. Okay. Like you're going to get, you, you, you're going to pay the consequences of your sin. No way, no how, no matter what way it comes, well, no matter what age it comes, you know what I'm saying? But yes, he did. He was, he was Cliff Huxtable. That's what I'm saying. It's like. Yeah, he went to jail. He can go to jail, but I don't see why we have to act like the Cosby Show still Has was not end. the yeah. greatest. Yeah, you know, sitcom. Like you know what I mean. Like we really don't have to do all of that. Like, I, I agree. Just, you know, I think as black people, I don't know if you know. We always want you know whenever we make it, you know, in the spotlight, we always want to be perfect. You know what I mean? We always, you know, we hold ourselves to such a high standard where it's like you know, like. You made it, you make it for the people, don't fuck it up. Right. And then when you fuck it up, it's like, damn, how dare you? Like, you yeah. was the representation for Exactly. Us. So you, this little yeah. stain, whether it's a little or big stain you have, it's just, it's it's over with. You know what I mean? So we definitely don't know how to separate it. And I think we even do that in our families. We do that in our culture within yeah. ourselves, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're not accepting, and not to say, again, not saying to accept it's the shit they did. Right. You know, but we're not we just, forgiving to ourselves. Yeah. We forgive everybody else for all the shit they do to us, except everybody else. But when it comes to within our own self, we don't. We cannot forgive we ourselves. Don't. For yes, stuff. We don't. So again, not saying, you know, with his, yeah. I'm glad he went to jail. Yeah. No, for sure. But it's like, damn, he also went to jail. Damn exactly. Damn. I mean, you have not should have been to jail. Okay. Because like, that's animal abuse. You're having sex with a dog. No, as much as white people love their dogs and animals, Damn come on now. God. Where is, what's this? Uh, Peter? P- where are they? I don't yeah. hear them shouting. You would think they would say, strip play- playboy. Come on now. But it's attached to Cardi B now. And as we all know, Cardi B never loses. <laughs> as she has proven with this lawsuit against Tasha K. Eric, can you tell us about this lawsuit? Okay, this is quite interesting. So, um, Tasha K, she... She's like the shade room, right? Um, I think she calls it wine with Tasha K. She calls her fan base winos. Oh. So she drinks wine and stuff. That's and, cute. you know, she has her YouTube thing going on. So basically, um, Cardi B sued her for, like, defamation of character. Uh-huh. Um, Tasha accused her or said that, you know, she had um, herpes. herpes. Um, 
her husband that that's you know husband cheated on her many times this and that you know i mean some of the things that we know is sort of true about <laughs> husband cheating on her but um cardi b said due to so much attack that she got from tasha it made her not want to have sex with her husband it made her think about committing suicide long story short um cardi b was awarded 1.25 million dollars in the lawsuit against tasha b so she won the law case and um so tasha and her company are found liable for defamation invasion of privacy through false lies portrayal and intentional infliction of emotional distress wow that's heavy you know 90 you know 90 percent of the lawsuits made an award it's it's in america Really? It comes from America. I'm, listen, I watch all these judge shows. Americans America like to sue. America sue for the dumbest shit They like ever. to sue. Because, you know, for me, I think about, what about all these other blog sites? You know, all this, mm. I'm sure all these other blog sites create some type of emotional distress for you as a celebrity because they are tarnishing your name, whether it's a rumor, true or not, but they are reporting, like, the same shit. You know, I feel like I heard about, I don't know if I heard about the herp, um, herpes part, but I heard about all this stuff about, Cardi being at almost every block site. Yeah. So for me, it made me wonder why did she really specifically go for Tasha? Is it because Tasha is like one entity? You know, I'm sure she has her own team, but is it that Tasha was the easier target? Was it that Tasha was saying something different? Why is it that she is really why is she shoot sue the shade room? Because she was in it with the shade room. I'm down in Nigerian, the owner, the owner yeah. of the shade room. She was in it for a hot minute with her. I heard that she did send Tasha a cease and desist. And Tasha ignored it, which mm. is why she went after her. Okay. And she sent it to her, like, please take these things down. This is any other. And Tasha was like, I ain't taking nothing down. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the commercials, the advertisers have been paid. Woo-woo-woo. And that's why Cardi was like, I right, then it's war. Um, she's also going to be awarded, Cardi's also going to be awarded $250,000 in medical expenses. It's like, girl, really? Really, I mean, not to say, I do believe that celebrities, they definitely go through emotional distress. Yeah. I can't imagine how difficult it is to wake up and boom, your name is the media about some nasty stuff, whether you did it or not, you know, because we we all have our own dirt that we do behind closed doors. But imagine if it's in the forefront, your husband cheating on you, all of that. So I can't, I can't, I know that's probably hard, but I don't know. I'm not buying it with her suing this lady. Because at this point for me, I'm like, then sue everybody else. She definitely made her an example. She did. And I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to blogging, when it comes to all this stuff, Tasha did go a little too far. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I I think that once she said, hey, chill, because it's one thing to make up lies to get attention, whatever. But when the person you lying about tell you like, hey, chill, chill, then you just chill. Do you think this is the same as Wendy, though? Because Wendy also be talking big shit. But what Wendy only gives opinions. She never says anything as fact. Oh. Wendy only says like okay. that's just tacky as a woman because you know that's Wendy shit. Okay, she never is like Cardi is a prostitute. I know that Cardi is a prostitute. Like she's never giving it to you. Like I'm giving you facts. Got it. That makes sense. Um, but Tasha, um, her name is Latasha keep she's definitely losing her sponsorship because this is uh saint bird yeah they definitely mentioned like oh you started in march 2022 our deal with her partnership with her is over so this is really going to affect her partnership it's the fact that she business. came back out was like oh the truth will set me free this is that my girl you just went into hiding exactly because you still got paid this money though okay. it's coming out your pocket you about some, this didn't affect anything it didn't bankrupt me and it's like just just, just keep quiet 
just just keep quiet. Like you, you just you got yeah. This yeah. don't even gotta be that. People just don't even know when to be mature. Exactly, and just yeah. accept the fault. Imagine you lost. It's okay. But hey, Cardi B definitely set an example with her now. She sure did. She like whoa, one point two five million dollars. That's not no small change at all. Shoot. Okay. Next on the list, um, U.S. cryonics currently they're currently keeping the heads and bodies of two hundred people frozen with the hopes of bringing them back to life. This was reported by the Shade Room, and they're doing this through advanced technology. Um, it's a U.S. lab, and they're hoping to bring deceased loved ones back among the um, back to the living through the world of technology. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is freaky. Uh, this is freaky. It's basically this costs about two hundred thousand dollars per body. So for about two hundred thousand dollars, the company will freeze an entire body, and eighty thousand dollars you can have a head frozen, courtesy of the cryonics process. I don't like when people be playing too much with the natural order of life. The bodies are stored in deep freeze temperatures for decades, and sometimes even centuries. Is you just not meant to do that? Why? Please, for what? Like, get your Futurama ass out of here. <laughs> no, like, I'm not showing Futurama. <laughs> like, but this is where no. people are playing God. Yeah, like, that. you just not meant to do that. And I think because human beings try to play God so much, that's why we have all these diseases. That's why we have all these natural dis- disasters. That's why the world is the way it is now, because people really try to play God. Why? Oh, they doing too much. Yeah, y'all just doing way too much My for me, says, Dad, why are you trying to begin back to life? For it's what? It's like, that's what was meant to happen, G. What they gonna come back and see? Everybody they know did. So imagine your loved one, like, my first come back, like, oh, hey. That would freak you out. People have to understand, life is never the same. Do you think that when you got frozen, time got frozen? I can't imagine coming back 8,000 years from now. And it's unfortunate, but death is part of life. Like, I think about that a lot. Like, damn, I was born to eventually sometime later in life die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, that's why you got to make yeah, something the best of, of your, your life. life. Yeah. And but that's just that, that. That's just part of life. You make we, it the best out of this life. Exactly. You don't say it freeze my head and my body. Ugh, I mean, we pray that we don't die earlier than we're supposed to, Amen. but come on. And and for me, I'm like, this is how y'all wasting money, too. Yeah. This, this, I mean, because no way, no how. The U.S. government is part of this. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I definitely feel like, you know, the the they're a part of this. Yeah. FBI, CS, all of them, they are part of this. They know CIA, they all know what's going on. Girl, yes, you know? that's weird. So it's like, for what? We need money like this to go into education. Help with COVID relief. Come on now. To make our, 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 our country a better place. The world a better place. Two hundred thousand per body and eighty thousand dollars for a head. For what? This and it's only. And I'm sure crazy. I know for a fact it's only rich people. Probably rich politicians too. Trying to be alive to see what. It's, That's why I'm know. like, you finna come back old as hell. Cause what? You ain't finna. You, your body ain't young when you die. So you finna come back old as hell. How your gravity. mind be? But you know they already make movies about things. They like finna this be too. slow acting as fuck. You think they mind finna defrost? Then they finna be like, hmm, this <laughs> year forty thousand. Like even you know people who are in prison for years. It's like you know they're behind already because they're not in like the real world. So imagine soon. I don't know. I feel like you know if they're not careful, God will strike them because you know in the Bible, um, was it the people of Israel? The people they try to build. They were trying to build a tower as high as to the heaven, right? And God, um, def- God made them all speak speak different languages. 
So from there, they were able to build the tower anymore because, like, we speak different languages. And that's part of the origin of how different yeah. languages came about. Um, but it's just like, y'all waiting for God to do something at this yeah. point. Because there's certain things that, as human beings, we're not allowed to do. We're not supposed to do. Leave it to God. Don't be trying. Yes, he created us intelligent beings, but don't do too much. But don't don't overstep. do that much. Don't overstep. Stay you in your know, lane. Your species get too smart. You got to eradicate them. For real. Mm-mm. I ain't that smart, Lord. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be that smart. <laughs> I'm going to stay in my little position. Like, I'm not trying to defrost myself in the year 8,000. For, for what reason? I beg, please. I was like, what if they don't even speak English no more? <laughs> <laughs> you sitting here sounding old as fuck like, hey, bro, let me uh, let me use your phone. They like, this person is talking on the phone let me research a phone from the year 2022 okay like, nah. what is a phone yeah no girl please they, they doing too much all right but let's talk about this euphoria so euphoria is definitely my show it is okay. on hbo which stars Zendaya is probably like the biggest star on there and is executive mm-hmm. produced by Drake. Um, so Euphoria is essentially the show about high schoolers, Zendaya mainly being the high schooler that is like ad- addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the school where a bunch of other high school debauchery is happening from sex, drugs, you know, um, perversions, pedophilia, all mm-hmm. type of different shit is happening. So um, people are calling for like, they're saying that Euphoria is endorsing drug use in teenagers and it is oh. promoting pedophilic sex. So, like, the the, the group DARE, drop, uh, Drug Abuse Resistance uh-huh. Education, they're basically calling like, to petition against Euphoria, saying oh, okay. that it's promoting drug use in kids. And then a lot of people on social media have been saying they feel like this, it's sexualizing teenagers. What do you think about that? Because I don't watch the show, but what do you think about it? I think, first of all, people got to stop acting like every show is for kids. Fact. Like, people say it about, like, oh, it's promoting this. And it's like, why the fuck is children who are that impressionable watching this show? If right. you as an adult cannot decipher that this is a dramatic show and this is no shape or form the right thing to do, then mm-hmm. you have an issue. Absolutely. Like, simple as that. It's not meant for teenagers and kids to watch that show. Yeah. It's not marketed as a teen drama. They are not pretending to be saved by the bell. It, listen, it's on HBO, right? Period. It's, it's on, on HBO, HBO. And it comes on at the regular primetime adult content And hours. typically HBO shows are not for kids. Like, Period. shows, they're not. You go to HBO Period. cartoons, Period. but HBO shows are not for kids. Period. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's not on MTV or no shit like that. Like, it really is. Not for teenagers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's promoting sexuality. I'm like, as opposed to every other teenage I was going to say, America. because I feel like, you know, I recently watched the new 90210. I watched a few episodes. And I'm like, oh, shit. But I also do know, and I'm aware that white rich kids, they do act like this. Exactly. I'm sorry. Like, isn't this the same plot as Gossip Girl? The only difference is, like, they're not in the Upper West. Side. Like, they're not rich. Kids do. Listen, I, I went to Harlem for two years. Motherfuckers was having sex. Motherfuckers people, were having we sex in a hallway. Sex, yes. Like people, kids, what, like, and I'm talking about 14, 15 year old kids grabbing each other. You walk down the hallway, I mean, the hallway, I see boys grabbing girls' asses, girls gab, grabbing, and me, I'm fresh from Nigeria, fresh from Nigeria. <laughs> you talk about cultural shock. I'm like, ah, ah. It, it's okay to just grab. I just said, wow. And that wow is a guy slapping 
a girl's ass walking down the hallway. She's like, stop it. <laughs> like, stop, boy, stop. You playing too much. Weak. For real. And he's like, mm-hmm, girl, you know, you find a silk. Literally, and me, I'm just looking like, wow. Where are the teachers? Where, where's the beating at, G? Where's the punishment? You see students in a classroom in the corner in the back, you know, with a big ass sweater covering their hands. We know what they're doing. Ugh. We know. We, G, we be in the auditorium, G, for like whatever big, big principal announcement. Mm-hmm. And kids be in the back doing whatever they're doing. And it's a broke kid. These new kids be definitely doing drugs. Come on now. Like, they be popping all type of pills. These kids be vaping in school. These kids be on edibles. These kids, like... No, they do opioids. They, they be do on, real drugs. They, these kids do cocaine if they have access to it. These kids do drugs. It's they do. so normalized. So, I just think that, if anything, this show just exposes the culture of high school. Absolutely. It just is like, okay... If anything, it puts you on. Like, hey, yo, high school kids is like this. Yeah, they, they, they Check really on your are. kids. Like, that's what it's telling you. Check on your kids. Yep. Because they, they really they're are. like this. Yep. So I, I don't see that. I think it's hypocritical. It really is. It's Because it's like 90210 um, Gossip Girl. Hypocritical. Um, Please. Was the Pretty Little Liars. Like, all these shows oh, promote yeah. weird ass. Like, it's like, I'm like, this life is dangerous, boy. Ain't it, though? I'm like, I ain't live like this now. Shit, we we were innocent. I'm we telling was going you. Going home watching media takeout. Let me look. A uh, girl, that was shit. the worst we did watching media takeout. Gee, Literally, remember when we watched two girls one cup? <sighs> I'm mad you brought that shit up. I was That's, traumatized. That was that was the worst we did. That, like no, that really that was, was us the worst being we did. Like adventurous girl. Oh, let me let me just even expose myself. Ooh, let's do some little tea since we talking about two girls one cup. You know, I was young. I I watch porn. On the family's computer. Oh. Family computer. That's all we had. That's all you had? You had a computer. You said family. Like, I, computer. I didn't have cell phone. Like, Chad, it was family's we... computer in the back, in the, in the basement, G. I didn't really know about deleting history. I didn't. So, one specific day, I just knew my mom was acting weird. In my mind, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, you kind of you, you suspect, like, hmm, am I, <laughs> I going to get caught today? She's like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the basement to use a computer. She's like, you know, I'm sure, I hope you are making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know. <laughs> she she gave you the alley You know, like, you know, you're, you're using the computer right, right. You know, you're not. I'm like, oh, of course now. Like, I'm like, hmm, okay. The next day, my dad coming down to the basement, G. Who is telling you to, who is showing you porn to watch? Who told you about this website to watch? You know, I finally feel free to talk about it because that should be heavy on my heart. It's been heavy on my heart. Gee, I'm like, nobody. He was like, who? You know, he thinks someone influenced me. I'm like, shit. Like, I'm just curious. African parents think we are. Who is telling you who is the specific friend? Really? Gee, you told me to stood down. You know that that job punishment where it's like you bend down, you touch your toes. Who? Why? You know, I'm like, nobody. That was the first and only moment I really felt I wish the ground would open up and swallow me. Because the embarrassment, the level of shame. And then after we have to go grocery shopping, I'm like, damn, this mother gonna take take me along. You know, like, I wanna be in my room and let me be, let me be in my sadness. I have to do regular chores and shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Gee, I was embarrassed the whole fucking day, bitch. <laughs> Who told you to watch porn? Who told you to watch this stuff? They will be caring about your embarrassment. They say, "Oh yeah, now come go grocery shopping." Exactly. Just, I'm in a car, awkward, and we all went as a family. Where do we? We don't go as a family. Go grocery shopping. G? It's only me and my mama that go. My dad went with us that day. G. 
Hell no, boy. You I was you to feel the shit. G, I felt that shit that whole day, G. You know what that shit when your skin is hot. Oh, it's a it's the extra level of heat oh, radiating you, from your you body. Was G. G the whole motherfucking day. Flush. That's like when they my found my tag was page. Who was what's wrong with your tag page? What's tag? Tag was basically a social site before MySpace. I mm-hmm. was like in seventh grade. Okay. Boy, I was cussing my ass off on time. Oh. And then I was sexualizing Bow Wow no Marianne. Damn. I was like, Bow Wow fine ass, sexy ass is my boo. How old were you when this happened? I was seven, what was seventh grade. I think I was 13. Like 13. Mm-hmm. Gee, my goofy What's ass. your shit, G? My brother. Mm. My goofy ass left the tab open on the computer. I didn't even try to hide it. As if it was my computer, I just left Yay. the tab open. I don't know what I thought. <laughs> Motherfuckers call me downstairs like, so is Omarion. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Omarion is sexy? Gee, they said, so this is how you're speaking on the internet. Okay. Because you know, I'm a hood rat too. I be like, hey, motherfuckers ain't playing with me. We on their ass on G on phone now. You know me mean? talking like that. Gee, they live my ass. Gee, like, whoa, I was like, caught today. Gee. Being a kid is so funny, man. The shit you used to get in trouble for is hilarious. Like, like if you think right. about it, it's like, I was goofy too for that. Like, Be goofy. Like, girl, how, like, why would you leave that page open, G? Like, why not? Why, why would you cover all your, like, come on. Like, why not think I can get away with it? But girl, since then, even on my phone, boy, I be leading history. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> you said, like, clear listen, all the cookies. Listen, like, uh-uh, I ain't finna get, like, ooh, man. Anyway, I think that's it for Hot Topics, right? Yes. Let's go to our favorite segment of the episode, which is... Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes poor decisions. Comparable to a donkey. Olodorabata! Goof ass. So our Lodo goes to a specific father. Um, so this father reportedly tried to end his life because his son is still single. Um, so this is a Chinese father, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. He's a 55-year-old man. Um, he fainted after giving a note to security guards at the Shanghai rail station last week and said he overdosed on medication. Officials said the note was addressed to his son and called his life shameful because the 29-year-old was still single. He said, people of my age in my village all have children and grandchildren already. But you are 29 and have achieved nothing. A jab And, you know, you know, at first I thought it was, was it a white man because, you know, with this, when this was posted, it was a white man. I'm like, damn, that's how white people feel. But I'm like, was it now known as, like, from Shanghai? We all know how what? cultural parents be. Parent, like, marriage, the end, I'll be all. Mm. No, seriously. It's just kind of like. Why was that? Maybe, you know what I think about? Maybe before that was the best way for economic advancement. Like putting two together. I, I do think that no matter what, whether it's you end up being a marriage or not, I think that we are truly created as humans being to not be alone. For sure. I think for we're sure. supposed to have companion and reproduce. Yes. You know, not everyone, not everyone wants to reproduce and that's fine because it's hella motherfuckers in this world already. Okay. Um, but I think one of the things that we're created to do was to meet be you know have yeah, companions you have a partner and to reproduce and that's really deep really rooted in a lot of cultures whether it's indian chinese nigerian whatever african all the world is really rooted in i think the western culture 
um, gave more of a freedom saying you don't have to do it this way, right? Exactly. You don't have to get married at a certain age. You don't have to get married at all. Um, I mean, 29 as a guy, it's just like, you know, he's, I don't want to say. He's prime. He's stepping out. Exactly. I, I think it's ridiculous that he want, he tried to commit suicide because of that. It's like, sir, that was not worth ending your life. Like, relax. really? Like, is it that you're lonely? you're not a grandparent. Exactly. Like, relax. That I, was so dramatic. Maybe, you know, maybe he felt, but we also know how, even just our culture, how our culture know how to really shame people. That's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure our parents' friends probably felt, you know, they be shaming each other. No, You know, not even just them shaming us, but our parents be shaming each other, their own sets and colleagues. Yes. Like, oh, look at them. Are you not a grandmother yet? You don't, have, uh, you don't have a grandmother. You don't have a grandchild. It's like, ugh. Or your, your child is still doing this. Your child hasn't done this. Like, like no oh. Partner. That it, it means, like, as a parent, you went wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. Um, so I guess that's where he, he's like, I can't take this shame no more. Damn. But no it's, it's, more pain. <laughs> <laughs> no more drama <laughs> No more I'm dead Oh my that's, goodness That's how he acting like No but listen he's a loader for this Because it's like if anything this is not the way To go about trying to get your son To get married and have kids So you should never see your son's marriage Because, because of, he's not married by 29 You should never see it At this point I'm like what kind of grandparent are you going to be then exactly. If you're willing to commit suicide over this Motherfuckers must have hated their life to begin with. The son probably broke. He probably ain't got money to afford a woman. It'd be funny, too, if you figure out, like, the son is some regular 29-year-old that, like, works in tech. That's just, like, on Tinder every other night. I know, right? And it's like, no, Dad, it's 2022. It's hard. It's a global pandemic, and bars are not listen, open. Listen, so listen. No, I have not met anybody it's, yet. It's hard out here. Ridiculous. But he he gets to a little of week. Parents, come on out. Give your kids Do better. Piece. Do better. That's hilarious. I'm going to send it to my mama. Ah! Check her temperature. Hell no. But let's talk about our black excellence for the week. Oh, I'm sorry. That was our old name. Yeah, but you care for the culture. Care for the culture, who is a black woman, so it's giving black excellence, is Sierra. I'm always going to say her name like that. <laughs> um, so Sierra is our black excellence for the week because she partners with Meta, formerly known as Facebook, to, invent, um, to invest in black-owned businesses. So what they're doing is they're investing in black-owned businesses to train them, give them business funds, marketing tools to run a successful business in the realm of digital media it gives them a scholarship to level up their marketing skills through meta digital marketing associate certification ten thousand dollars in meta ad credits beautifully designed creative assets six weeks of one-to-one digital marketing coaching so it's all of these things that's awesome it really just builds your business from the scratch from Mm -hmm. ground up like these are the best people and the best foundation you could have yeah so that's amazing especially for like black women absolutely i'm glad that sierra is doing that she's definitely been on it man oh shit i always do that all right um anything else you'd like to add to the episode of the week no we back in we better keep going all right y'all so make sure y'all follow us so uh, social media so you could see our visuals because we have listen we looking good okay we got some new nice visuals and it's actually just nice to see us talk our shit 
you know, so you could place the face to the shit we talk about. I was like, wow, my skin be looking like this while I'm talking shit. Like, really, we glowing. Like, come on now. So, you know, go follow us on social media, our Cross-Sex Culture Podcast. What's your, you want to give your personal social media? Yeah, you guys can always follow me at DM underscore I'm fine. That's at D-A-M underscore I-M fine. And follow me at Erica Mona. It's R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. Um, yeah, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We listen to us. Share. Share with your mama. Share with everybody. All right? Because, you know, we, 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 we out here. We for everybody. So I'm just gonna end this with our quotes because you know I feel like we kind of talked a lot a lot about abusers this little episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so this quote says, "To those who are abused, the sin is yours, the crime is yours, and the shame is yours. To those who protect the perpetrators, blaming the victims only masks the evil within, making you as guilty as those who abuse. Stand up for the innocent or go down with the rest. People do better, you know." Speak up if anything happened against you or you know anyone who has. Let's not cover this evil people. Um, consent is important. Yeah. No is no. Okay. Yeah. Don't drug people either. That that that's still a no. Play nice. Okay. Um, but yeah. And this is Cross Culture. Some time, my lady. I'm not Yeah.